is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome, listener. Well, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show where a comedian and a Eurovision fan. No, I'm not a fan, am I? <laughs> Well, that tells you all you need to know. He's the one drinking the Baraka and the triple truth is. I was like, Neve, I need you to take the reins today. I'm very tired. And I'm equally as tired. But and, anyway. And Neve was like, oh yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely no problem. Yeah, I'll do it. And now, one sentence in, we're re-recording. To be fair, to be fair, I am a fan, but I'm mostly a winner. <laughs> Anyway, we're here to solve your problems today and I'm hoping they're not very difficult. <laughs> no, today it just needs to be, this needs to be easy. Easy. Like we're not, you know, we're not fixing the world today. No, no. I'm knackered. Uh, yeah, you... Like I, I did a festival this weekend, right? Uh. And I always like to think that I'm one of those people that can like, I can party if I need to. Okay, okay. You know, I just choose not to. <laughs> the speed I kind of run at is, you know. Chill. Yeah. Home by A, watch Vera. <laughs> I feel like that's our love language. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Me it's too. like, yeah. Me too. It's like a nice two hour cozy mystery. <laughs> you know, oh eat my. a packet of Freddos while you're watching it. Yeah, I know. Freddos. <laughs> I know. And then th- this weekend, I was like, no, this weekend I'm going to be party garrowed. With the young people. Oh my God. I was out until five o'clock, in, well, a quarter to five in the morning. Wow. <laughs> and I was drinking as well. And I, what were you, you know drinking? What? Gin and tonics. Oh, darling. As long as somebody else is paying, I'm like, you just gotta keep that glass full, please. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Did you have one of those special glasses? You know, the big the goldfish belts. Absolutely. It is an act of homophobia to serve a gay man a gin and tonic in something that isn't an absolute fish bowl, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Don't go like wow. these places. They send you in, like, it gives you in a whiskey glass. I'm sorry, take it back. No. <laughs> Like, I remember, I, I remember giving the glass back in one place and he was like, is it dirty? And I was like, no, it's pathetic. Get me, get me something with a stem. Or some sort of guilt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not mean guilt, as in Exactly, Catholic trans guilt. people. They didn't storm the Stonewall Bar in New York in the 60s so we could have shitty little Ikea glasses with our gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> there was something to fight for, Nave. I know, Studio 54 would never allow it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> never allowed it. Exactly. So you were out in the lash. I thought I was out in the lash, yeah. Now, mm. and when I say, like, I got to Eddie Rockets at like three, like three o'clock in the morning and then I waited 45 minutes, right? Waited 45 minutes for like our order. Now, there was about five or six of us. Okay. Right? So we were, oh, this is, what this did is you not good, right? This is not, we, none, nobody comes out well here. There's about five or six comedians and we were all like, we all had a few drinks. <laughs> We'd all ordered, you know, crappy food because it's Eddie Rockets. And, and, <laughs> and it's you know, quarter to four in the and morning. And it's quarter to four in the morning. So, what uh, it took like 45 minutes and our food still wasn't there. And we were just like, ah, come on. Come on now, where's our food? But we weren't complaining. We were just like rolling our eyes at each other, you know? Tutting. And then... Was there tutting? There was tutting. Yeah. And there was like, it's only a fucking... Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Firstly, they gave us milkshakes, right? <gasps> They gave us, uh, we ordered chocolate milkshakes. Malt or? I had a malt. I love the malt. Um, but they fill you up. Uh, Killian Sunderman had a not malt, whatever the opposite is, okay. right? And 
when we got them, they tasted like chocolate, but there was no sweet flavour. Like, there was, like, the bitterness of chocolate, but there was no sugar. What? And we were like, no, these are definitely, like, these are definitely not milkshakes. These are, like, you know the way chocolate can be so bitter that it actually tastes savoury? <laughs> yes, yes. That's how bitter these milkshakes were. And we were like, no, there's something wrong here. And we told, <laughs> we were drunken parents, but we were like, I'm sorry. We, we, like, we just told them, we weren't complaining. We we're like, I don't think there's any sugar in this, I think. But we were saying, like, if, like, we're drunk. If there's sugar, just throw it over. We'll, you know, we'll. <laughs> Did she take them back? We'll finish this ourselves. Did take them back? She was just like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And walked off. No English. And like, this is like seven quid a milkshake. Lads. But, um. Did you not bring your outrage to the table? No, we didn't. We were all very nice because none of us wants to be Karens, right? And then. <laughs> <laughs> then this woman came out with the bowl of chip, like all the bowls of, like, oh, you know, oh, the, okay. like the, 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 the bacon and cheese fries and the all whatever the, all the vitamins and she slipped <laughs> right no <laughs> every single bowl of chips on that tray smashed across the floor no right? and she she popped back up because she was a very embarrassed but like I, I was kind of embarrassed because none of us jumped to help we were all just like oh Jesus Christ we're going to be waiting another half an hour on our chips <laughs> and I was just sitting there going this is like uh, Any yeah. other night I'd have been jumping. Are you all right? Is there anything get yeah, you? No. Oh, let me call you a taxi. I was like, no, hope you're all right. You get back in there I now. You put sugar those chips in your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> so and then, but then the next day I had to do a gig, like I had to do a show. Oh no! Did you have like a, a sugar low? Oh my god! I was chopping up a rocket and snorting it off the. <laughs> <laughs> it was just how am I going to get through this? <laughs> And she did, though. I did. Out the other side, Neve. I know. Do you have any memory of it? Um, It was grand. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, everyone said, oh, the crowd are great. It's going to be a great show. I was like, couldn't, like, couldn't give a shit. Like, I, listen, probably... listen, how this goes. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. It's none of my business how this goes. They'll take That's what, how I feel. They'll take what I give them. <laughs> <laughs> and like it. <laughs> Absolutely none of my business. So I, so, and I, then I forgot we were recording today because I was in bed this morning. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a lion for the day. I'm going to have, you know, one of those lions where you're like, I'm, I'm not, you get up at two o'clock and you're like, no, not ready yet. And go back to bed. No, because I have not done that since I, know, I before I had kids. Yeah, I know. You're very like, I know, seven o'clock. Oh, it's six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's time to go. And you're like the happy pair, except yeah. less annoying. Listen, I'm just warning you. I forgot to put my HRT patch on, so don't even look at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wake up every morning, no matter what time I go to bed, I wake up between six and seven, right? I just wake up. Now, I'm not saying that I achieve anything for quite a while after that, but I am awake and I it annoys me. I'm not and you lie. go on your phone. Sometimes, but not always. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes I just lie there going, will I get Should up? I just take a few sleepers. No. no. Why not? Well, what well, else are you doing? You're not singing till the evening. Jeez. What do you mean? What else Come am I doing? On. I'm a human you know, being. Like you're, I'm here. At this stage of your life, it's time to get a bit Janis Joplin. Janis. <laughs> if you need to sleep, there's pills that can make you sleep, me. Wow. Okay. What are these pills? Well, at the ones clearly the, the ones you're using. <laughs> the ones I'm using at the moment are. I bought the one was in Canada. They're called Advil PM. Oh, Advil. I think I've heard of Advil. Yeah, I mean they're supposed to be for headaches, but I don't know if headaches. 
<laughs> so oh, you don't have headaches because they take quite a lot of Advil PM. PM <laughs> Advil PM. So it doesn't mean like you're supposed to take them at night. So yeah, you help take you them sleep. at night. So then you like you know. But Sounds like something you'd have crushed up and put in your baby's food just to make sure they slept through the <laughs> Like cowbell. <laughs> and if there isn't a parent... Neve Cavanagh's Guide to Questionable Parenting. There isn't a parent alive who hasn't looked at the cowbell bottle with intent. <laughs> I have to say, if you are somebody with kids and you're going to visit somebody that doesn't have kids, I think as a mark of manners, <laughs> you should be cowpolling your kids. <laughs> like if you bring that kid in, compass mentis. I mean, we can all play the little game. Yeah. I know. Oh, she's a bit of a cold, so I had to give oh, her. Yeah, ah! well, well, well done. More power to you. We can all, you know, we can all exchange knowing glances when you say that. Yeah. Oh, she's a bit of a cold. That's why she's <laughs> asleep. <laughs> That's why she's popped out on the couch like Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, she's, she's comatose. <laughs> she hasn't moved in two hours. <laughs> but I just think you know, cowball's there for a reason, and oh. it's not all teething. I oh, know you're right. <laughs> Oh God, I, I swear, I, I don't know what happened. I used to be able to sleep anytime, anywhere, right? Before I had kids. And then because Paul and I are both night birds, right? Which I would have been a night bird for a long time. Because one of us had to get up with the kids. Like one of us had to. Yeah. And it, it was mostly me. I'm not saying he didn't do anything, you know, obviously. Not to his face anyway. But, you know, I just think it, it, I just got so used to being up and then a terrible thing happens when you go into menopause. You get sucked through puberty backwards. And what happens is... That's most disgusting Well, it is exactly, it's exactly what it feels like. If you remember what going through puberty, you know, if you can remember that far back, you know. Well, you get grumpy, don't you? Yeah, you do. You get a little bit grumpy and a little bit discombobulated. There's a good word. I know, yeah, I can imagine. It's not, it's not easy, but, but, you know, lots of people do it and you get through and you go, oh, I'm manfully getting through this. I can deal with lots of side effects, but I can't deal with the fact that A, I, I can't seem to sleep past a certain time of the day. And there was a period of time when I couldn't even go to sleep at night. So, you know, it's, it's joyful that. So I have very little, little, little sympathy for your lack of, you know, sleep because you were out on the lash. I was, I was on the lash. With now. fellow I comedians. Had a great time. Eating. Chips off the floor Chicken and Eddie Rockets. Did you like? Did you look? Did you look at those chips on the floor and say, "Ah, oh, feck it, I'm starving. I'm going to eat them." Well, now. there was a part where I was like, "Is there anything left on a shard? <laughs> like, is there anything that the? <laughs> it's a bit of bowl with a chip <laughs> on it. I'll eat that." <laughs> yeah, because I mean, to be fair, how drunk would you have to be to eat off the floor in Eddie Rockets? I don't think you'd have to be drunk at all. You just have to be in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> the service is very slow. It can be. Can very be, slow. And it's very overpriced, every Ro- Eddie Rockets. Not as overpriced as a Freddo bar. We were discussing that before we came we in We were here. discussing Freddo bars. I didn't realise that Freddo bars were a euro or like 50 cent. Uh, well, they're probably a lot more than that now, to be honest. That was last year. I was checking it up because there was a big debate about how much Freddos were. And I remember when they came out first, two, early, like mid-2000s, I suppose, they came out first. Because my kids were small and they were all very excited about it. And there were 10p. You used to be able to buy them out of Well, I think anybody that is buying a single Freddo deserves to be rinsed. True. I think a multi-pack. Yeah. That's, but the, that's you know, my, that's my, I'll, I'll have a little Freddo with my cup of coffee is what I mean is I will have a multi-pack. I was going to say, just yeah. one. I was going to say, you hardly stop at just the one when you have a multi-pack. Absolutely not. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> there are two quid in a multi-pack. Two quid for a multi-pack in Tesco's. And how many did you get? Five. Caramel Mm. or chocolate. Look at you. I know. (laughs) A Freddo aficionado. 
Who knew that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Rana. I did ask Rana. You did? The other, the other, the only other Agony and Advice podcast that matters. Okay. Um, yeah, I did Ask Rana in London and it was very exciting because I've been a fan of Ask Rana for yeah, like a million years. Very and, long time. And, and the predecessor to that or precursor to that, yes. Rana and Beverly, massive fan. Um, and also, I've always been a big fan of Brian Safi. Oh, I know. He's a very attractive man. Is he? Yeah. Now, here's the thing about Brian Safi is that every photograph you see of him on the internet, he's better looking than Oh my God, I know the type. You know the type? I do. You know, like with me, people see the photograph and they go, oh my God, he looks great. And then they meet me in real life and they go, fuck me, that is a... <laughs> they meet me and they're just like, that is a, a classic no. example of what Photoshopping can do. No, that's I, That's true. I swear to God, like that festival I did at the weekend, we all had to wear these laminates. Like, we, and it's like your press photograph is on it. And it's oh. like, essentially what that is... I mean, they're shaming you about the level of Photoshop you use. No, on press stop photos. it, stop <laughs> it. I'm not it having it. It's exactly what no. it is, babe. I have to hang this around my neck. <laughs> I was like, I'm not someone else. No. <laughs> no, I don't need to say that. But Brian, not Photoshopped. I, well, I swear. Does he God, have the glamour? He's, be, he's, you know, he's very a, glamorous man. Uh, very attractive. A, and you see, I did, I did kind of do a bit of groundwork because I remember when me and my boyfriend, like when we, we were talking about this a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> We were we were talking about how um Is he on your laminate? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like because we were talking about who would be our Our go to. you know, our go to if we you know, what are they called? Hall passes. Hall passes. Who would be our hall pass? So I said, Oh, Josh from nine one one, because like my partner watches nine one one. Okay. And Brian plays Josh. But I obviously didn't tell my partner that I'm actually friends with Brian. I've met him a few times because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> That'd just be silly. Yeah. <laughs> and he is unaware I mean, that, you know, that you, does he listen to this podcast? I mean, I don't know, he dips in and out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, look, don't hate the player, hate no. the game, as far as I'm concerned. You like, can't give a hall pass and, and not, you just know. Just because I know how to play the game uh, doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Is, is he one of these people, right? Because I think sometimes you meet people and because they really look at you when they're talking, like you're the only person in the room. Have you ever spoken to someone like that? Apart from me. Yeah. Who is it that does that? I've got friends that do that. Yeah. You know, you, you look at them and you think, I am the only person in the room for this person at yeah. this moment. And it's like this glamour they put over, you know, and you kind of. But now surely that always happens to you. Well, the Eurovision. well, sometimes, you know, if they haven't already fainted or if they're not crying, <laughs> there's a lot of them cry. I don't get that really. Like I, I get I get people that are like, oh, hey, how's it going? We like we think you're really funny. Can you get us like tickets to Joanne? Like I, it's, like, I don't. It's not. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, they say they like me, but there's uh, there's always an end game. Yeah, Do you well, know what I mean? Like, and it's not it's not as good as the reaction no. I got yesterday. I was I went and I was in shopping. I was just getting a bit of shopping. I was before the gig. I was getting some stuff to make some food because the place I gig at sometimes I make them dinner, and because that's how I Nave, roll. Now I'm sorry. You need to get like I'm sorry. The, when I hear these stories. <laughs> Anyway. And like I go down, oh, I have a sold out show and I'm I'm going to cook for all the promoters. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway, it's another point. I'm there going now years. So I'm in the shop and this guy came up behind me and says, you're the singer. And I went, I am. And he says, you're ordinary looking in the shop. What's he say? He said, I was ordinary looking in the shop. I think he meant he didn't expect to see me shopping. But I... <laughs> Neve, I've taken a 
can I of spaghetti hoops and I would have bashed his face in with it. I said to him, I'm ordinary looking everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> you put up a, a novel. I don't know me. They would have been taking that fucker out in a body bag. I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was just laughing the whole way out. You're ordinary looking in the shop. I know. Describe him. What age was he? Ah, uh, well, he wasn't young, bless him. But good, you know, good. <laughs> he wasn't coming on to me. I don't think anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Although he could have been, you know, maybe you know, some men think if they kind of they nag you, they nag you. That's the word. That's the, the young person word. Is that they nag you? Anyway, if, if they if they kind of insult you that they're you know you're going to fancy them back. What that you'll hate that you'll hate yourself so much that you'll just be glad of the no. tiniest bit of attention. <laughs> no. I think it's just you know that makes him look cool like them. I mean, he he kind of blew it by saying, "Oh, you're the singer." He kind of recognised me like first. He kind of yeah, he did. Considering the me. state I was in, like, and what shop was it? I, I can't be telling you that. Sure, there's other. It's like somewhere down the country. Clannock Kilty. Yeah, she's gigging in Shanley's bar for two nights. I was. I love Shanley's. It's great crack. We had a really brilliant. Stop crack. cooking for them, Neve. I, I, I love them. They're like family. Anyway. But no, they're you, like that. Sorry now. So your sorry. your festival, right? Your festival. <laughs> I did a festival last week, right? Go on. I did a festival in Swords called the Vintage Picnic. The Vintage Picnic. Yeah, no, it's a new Is thing. Is that like teacups and? It's a new thing. You would think that people came with their picnics, all right, and it was a certain age. I'm not going to lie, but here's the thing. Apparently, officially, to be vintage now, you have to be 55. So technically, I am vintage this year. <laughs> So it's not enough that I am a national treasure. I am now a vintage national treasure. You're a vintage treasure. national treasure. Now, there you go. God. And what what were you doing with the vintage picnic? Oh, I was just singing. I was just singing as usual and, and being cheeky, you know, the way I do it. And did they, so tell us, what was the deal then? Well, did, the, yeah. Were they were they on blankets like? No, 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 because blankets at a certain age is not where you want to be going. They all have to be sitting up somewhere because <laughs> they'll never get back up. I know. It's too, there wasn't enough volunteers to lift them up off the ground, I don't think. I do. I, I got to be honest with you. Festivals for old people. Are brilliant. Okay. They spend the money. I just, they do spend the money, but I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moaning. <laughs> <laughs> the toilets are very tired. <laughs> You do many old people festivals. <laughs> no, but I just be a bit like, you know, I've been around festivals where you're like, Jesus wept. I know. <laughs> like, and they're pulling up in a camper van, like they're, <laughs> they've moved out of their house with and their salons. <laughs> like, with their kettle. Like, with their kettle, with their, like. <laughs> oh, their coffee machines. It's very big now in vans to have a coffee machine. I know, yeah. A lot of people, it feels a lot a of bit... people are buying camper vans just to have camper vans. Yeah, but uh, what, my, my problem with this is, Camper vans and camping is meant to be, you know, chill out, you know, kind of getting back to the basics. I think an espresso machine, you know, kind of negates that. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that you have to fell a bear to eat it or anything or any of that rubbish. You don't be trapping rabbits or anything. But the point is, yeah, you know. I think, <laughs> I think getting back to basics. The, the, that's something we never need to do. No. Like people, they constantly talk about this. I mean, like when you say basics, what do you mean? Like not running water, yeah. like toilet roll. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Basics. <laughs> Give me a break. And these people, that's exactly it. These people that get back, they're like we're going back to anything. <laughs> like you're pulling a caravan with a shower in it. I know, I know, I know. No, uh, well, to be fair, it. my friend has a camper van and her shower out the back is literally a hose out of a tank. So I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't class that as a jar. <laughs> no. That does sound quite basic. <laughs> but 
she, I mean, she devised it herself, to be fair. She what? <laughs> she devised it herself, you know, in the sense that it wasn't like... I'm sorry, Nim Neve. No, Self-devised shower. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wrong. No. <clears throat> no. Absolutely not. Before we move on, we do have to talk about something, right? Go on. Because I think something really sad happened last week. And because we're, you know, the... Oh. Right now, I know the podcast, we missed last week's podcast to talk about it, but actually... When Sinead O'Connor passed, wasn't that like a moment? I didn't that believe it when was, I first read it. I know, that is one of the saddest. It's just, I'm such a fan of Sinead O'Connor. Like, and I think she's the few, she's one of the few people that she just got better every record. Yeah. Like, I, like her last album, I'm Not Bossy, I'm the Boss, that's, she fa- that's, she, that's the best thing she ever did. She found herself more and more yeah. each uh, time as she went. I know. She was just brilliant. It's so sad. And I think we're, we're losing all of these Irish legends at a rate of nuts. No, uh, don't, I look, think, yeah, don't look at me when you say that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just think that like Chrissy Dignam's gone. Yes. Sinead O'Connor's gone. Yeah, no, it is. And Sinead... It's you, an awful lot of pressure to put him bewitched. This is, this is another that, tribute that, I wanted to make. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This, I, I, I mean that in a, in a well, more well-meaning way than it sounded. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we've got Bono. Like, Bono's still not going to Well, he's instructable. But, you know, the, the thing is, she was only a year older than me. And, I mean, she was complicated. We know that, right? But Yeah, yeah, she complicated life. But I, I, I can't help feeling, right, the amount of outpouring of love and and and... All the things that are coming out, I'm a bit confused by it. It's not that I don't think people loved her. I just wish they would have bloody said it before she went. A hundred percent. It just feels like I, this I is like all happening. I mean, I didn't know her terribly well. right? I mean, I met her a couple of times early on kind of thing. Yeah. But the thing is, this outpouring of, oh, wasn't she the most amazing, iconic person? You know, I don't know how many people told her that. I hope a lot of people told yeah, her that yeah, in yeah. her life. And I think they probably did. But not online and all this thing. Mostly she got reported when things weren't going well for her. Instead of going, we think you're an amazing person. Yeah, that you've yeah. influenced us and all that. Well, I just, I feel sad about that. I do remember, something that made me really sad was, I remember years ago, Bette Midler, when her book came out actually, Bette Midler tweeted about her. Oh, about Sinead? Yeah, and Sinead O'Connor was like tweeting about that and she was so excited by it. And to me, that was somebody, oh, she clearly doesn't know what people think of her. Because if you're getting excited about Bette Midler tweeting about you, like she pro- she clearly doesn't know then that all of the people that have just been tweeting about her in the past week, she clearly doesn't know that they think the same of her. And and it even it annoyed me when I saw all of the newspapers doing all of this, yeah. you know, very nice stuff about her dying. And there's a part of me that felt, if you're going to do that, what you should also do is on page three, you should print the shitty headlines that you printed about her. Just to, as, an as, as a mea culpa and an yeah. apology. like Because yeah. I feel... Yeah. I know. I do, I, do you know what? Jan Arden said it best. I remember a couple of years ago and she said, you should eulogise people before they die. I agree. I'll do that for you, Nate. Thanks. Thanks. I'll do that for you. I'll go into the hospice. <laughs> <laughs> You've high hopes hosp- for me. I'll say, this woman's more than a key change. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I sang Nothing Compares to You at, at, during the weekend in Johnny's, and everybody started singing the Ah, uh, <laughs> I didn't even ask them to do it. They just did I it, know, right? You see, and songs. but you know, they're really funny. Uh, at the end of it, I thought, you know, she would love the fact that everybody was kind of, you know, singing parts of that song and all that. But the reality is, when I go, 
I want them to sing the high notes. <laughs> I don't want the in your... You, feels like we're belittling. I, I really, I, honestly, I think it's a really sad thing that Sinead has gone. I think it's She's young. I think she was... Young like, and talented. I think she was brilliant. I can't imagine being a bigger fan of somebody. Like, yeah. She was just, everything she did was just... Yeah, no, she amazing. Was brilliant. But, I saw her in concert. Yeah. Two, was it two years ago? Or, mm-hmm. Probably, actually, no, it was more, probably before COVID. Yeah. That last tour she did. She was just like... She's very true to herself all the time, wasn't she? Right? Brilliant. I can't remember what she did Mandinka though. I love because you used to do Mandinka. I did. I did. Back in the day, Neve did a great version of Mandinka. Back, back in the day. And I was just saying, actually, over the weekend, the last time I sang Nothing Compares to You, I, I sang it in a pair of cycling shorts because I did it back in the day when when it was a hit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was actually, that's when I used to sing it in, in when I was in the dance band when we used to cover the hits of the day. God. And um, yeah, I was always in a pair of cycling yeah. shorts. R.I.P. Sinead. Yes. Well, look, you know, Tell someone you love them before they go. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Anytime you like growth. Regularly. Anytime you like growth. I always, I love you. Of course <laughs> I love you, Neve. I tell all my friends I love them. You do. Yeah, and they're like, it's kind of unnerving growth. <laughs> like it's five o'clock in the morning. It's yeah. Neddy Rockets. There's other people around. Come on. You get it. Attention, Agony Rants listeners. I am on tour. Well, I'm not. I'm off tour. But I'll be back on tour from September. It's the next leg of my Glamour Hammer tour. If you've seen the show, no need to come again. It's the same. But if you saw the show and enjoyed it, tell your friends. Send them along. I'll be on tour from September to January. And I'll be doing dates in Cork, Thurles. Um, I have a Vicar Street on 16th of September. Uh, I'll be all around the country in places that I haven't been already. Um, but if you're in Cork, I'll be at the every night. And I would love you to come to that. Oh, listen. Cork, what's going on? I do you know what do you know what I can't believe, right? Go on. I can't believe you're discouraging people who've already seen you. Well, I mean, because if, were, if they loved it, why well, would they well, not come back? back? If you want, but you know, you might be funny. I don't. I don't time. like rinsing people. You might be. I know. Um, if you would like to get tickets, you can get tickets by going to garoldferry.com or through the link in my Instagram bio. And if it's on, if you click on that link, if it's there, it has tickets available. Because some of them are sold out. I know. That's because you're amazing. Nothing but love here. <laughs> she looks absolutely <laughs> furious. <laughs> Did you know, Neve? What? You can vote for us <gasps> in the listener's choice to be nominated for the Listener's Choice Award on the British Podcast Awards. Can we? British Podcast Awards, excuse me. Hello? I know quite a few people have written, written yeah, us about that now. People, yeah, it's nice. Um, I have voted for them and and I love that they do say that. Yeah, thank you so much for anyone that's voting for us. And that we have no really, way of, really nice. I mean, I don't think we're going to win. I, and we have no way of proving that they have voted for us. Absolutely. But, you know, Not but, because <laughs> we just send the tweet for a like. But, but look, you know, we like play. We love them. Uh, yes, so you can do that on British Podcast awards.com mm-hmm. and we would love you for it and yeah. also I'm sure there'll be a listener's choice award for the Irish podcast because awards. we're not likely to be listed for anyone we, else and I, I just want to say I did submit a real an entry you couldn't help yourself you couldn't help yourself for the Irish podcast awards okay well, let, fingers am, crossed if I am slapped twice it's shame on me okay 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 we weren't nominated last year shame on them if we're not nominated this year shame on me it's on me no, it's their loss. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. Now, I'm gigging in Brighton. Are you? The night of the awards. 
So if we do win, you're going to have to pick it up. Okay. Well, I'll bring yeah. a photo of you. <laughs> or no, you know what I'll do? I'll wear like a t-shirt with your face on it. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly what you should Or do. I could bring boots. No boots. In the cat carrier? Very high appearance fee. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, please vote for us. We would be your best friends. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff podcast. Yes, it is. Headstuff is a podcast network based in Dublin with a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Ours is one. Probably one of the best, actually. It's probably one of the best. I think it's one of the best. Yeah, it is one of the best. But they have great podcasts and they have a support platform called Headstuff Plus. And if you are enjoying the show, you should. Please, God. Most definitely. Subscribe. Subscribe. We've done almost 100 episodes now. We've earned nothing. <laughs> no, not. Only the public's one, respect. We got a one check, Neve. Yes, we did. We got one check and we spent it all on the Chinese next door. We did. <laughs> on a strategy meeting of how yeah. to get more money from this I'm going to be honest, there was no starter. There was no dessert. <laughs> <laughs> so we would love it if you supported us. Yeah. Uh, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that you do because people do this sort of thing all the time. Yes. They show their appreciation for something that they're getting for free. Yes. Uh, it's the it, Headstuff Plus is exactly like Patreon. Uh, it's headstuffpodcast.com forward slash register. You go on, you pick the podcast you want to support. If you, and your money is then divided between those podcasts. You want to support Agony Rants. 100%. 100%. Agony Rants. That's all. No other podcasts. No. Thank you very much. And in return for your pledge, your monthly pledge, you will get bonus content from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast. Exactly right. And there could be a live podcast there for the be, subscribers. There's, there's, we're, we're, we're in talks. Invitation in talks. only. There, there's talk of an invitation only. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is our bonus show is coming very soon. Yes. We've recorded loads of it. We have. We have to have a name. We still can't come up with a name. Mm. But anyway, it is launching. Let's line in the sand, Neve. Yes, line in the sand. It, it is, is launching. launching the first week of September. First week of September. That's it. Yeah. And it, we, Hashtag, we have to have deadlines. <laughs> we have to have, it's not going to happen. And I think it's going to be every second Thursday. It is, oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah sounds I like think, a plan. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, we have to, name. I was maybe Agony Rant's our take. Our Would take? A good one? Mm, well. Every I, name I put to Neve, she says now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not great. Uh, the show we are cross-promoting this week another Headstuff show is Double Love oh I love Double Love Double Love is so much fun it is with Anna and uh, <laughs> <laughs> remember her name it's on the email there oh my god I know these two women Anna Carey and uh, hi welcome you're listening to Double Love welcome to Double Love the podcast that expl- I- I've listened to it a million times I'm Anna Carey and I'm <laughs> she's and I wouldn't mind she's the loveliest voice I know I know anyway it's a podcast about Sweet Valley High they review it book by book and then in their bonus content they review the Sweet Valley High TV series and it's brilliant and Anna's brilliant on it and so is I can't remember her name that is so embarrassing anyway Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm Anna Carey. I'm... Karen! Karen Moynihan. Karen Moynihan. You can't leave that in. No, I'm going to put it in. 
they're brilliant. It's li- I think it's one. I think it's my favorite show on the Headstrap Podcast Network. <laughs> it is I've now. So many, and it's like so long. Like th- like some of the episodes are three hours, and they talk about like a Sweet Valley High book. It's, but they're hilarious. But you like you've read all the books, right? And I I, I can even do like the I know the jingle. Yeah. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking <laughs> in. Yeah, but that's and not you, as ready. important. I'm just saying that I'm a fan of the show and I can't, I, it's not, it's not like that I, I was don't, ignorant of the host. I just know not enough well. Baraka in you. <laughs> just a bit tired. But it's really funny. It is really funny. Yeah, it's really funny. I do love, I it. love it. I do love it too. Yeah. I mean, I've never read the books. And she's never listened to the podcast. No. I, mean, she does this. I do. She's no game face. She's no game face. <laughs> anyway, here's a little clip. <laughs> This is how it's always been. Double Love is a podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. Join me, Anna Carey. And me, Karen Moynihan. As we revisit one of the maddest series of books ever written or ghostwritten. If you ever read about Elizabeth and Jessica, the perfect blonde Wakefield twins, then you might enjoy listening to us absolutely tearing them to shreds. Affectionately, of course. Of course. And even if you didn't, there's still plenty of drama, kidnapping, stolen boyfriends and school dances to entertain you. Find us on the Headstuff Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts. We have a problem. Uh, we've got follow-ups. Oh, we have a follow-up. We, we have a follow-up. Oh yeah. my gosh! Can I read this one? Yes, you read it there. Okay, okay. So, hello, you two. I love hello, 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 hello. Um, thanks so much for the advice. Um, at first, I was astonished because I think I thought you would both tell me to bully my fella into not leaving me for Portland. Oh, you remember him, Greg? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this was a recent one. See, now, before it, we now, go on, yeah. This is what we want. It's. Somebody that writes a follow-up yeah. while we can still remember, remember <laughs> well, what the hell it was we were talking about. Uh, okay. It's the amount of follow-ups that we get and it's like, oh, in the middle of last year, I'm like, oh, good luck. No idea. <laughs> I want to clarify that last statement. You know, somebody sends us a follow-up that Garode can still remember because I generally remember. <laughs> yeah, you generally remember that I, you know. I care. I I take Advil PM in the evening. (laughs) Just delete the Okay, so, but when I let your advice sink in, it made me realise that the reason I don't want to go is that I'm afraid of doing something new or going outside of my comfort zone. You made me realise that my fella is my comfort zone. Oh my gosh. And (laughs) as long as I... (laughs) As long as I have him, it'll be grand. Thanks for giving me a little push and making me grateful for what I have. We've booked our flights for September. And you know what? I'm really, really excited. Oh, bless Aww. you. I think that without agony rants, uh, well, you could spell it right next time anyway. Um, uh, I just might have missed out on a great opportunity. Now, the only opportunity I'm missing is riding all his friends like girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can also I'm very good at advice. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> You always a bit of an alternative. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're so delighted. And she, he loves us gotta make the both. best of things. He gave us two kisses as well. Yeah, two kisses. That's, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Oh, uh, that's nice. And um, what we want is, do you know what we want? We want more photos. When you move to Portland. Yeah. You know, we want, you know. You know photos, videos, show us the new house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the new yeah. friends. Amazing. Yeah. I'm so pleased for you. Yeah, congratulations. I know. Uh, and enjoy the, this, do you know what? Enjoy now being famous for a couple of months. Yeah. Because that's what this is. For the next few months, it's going to be Greg's leaving. 
Greg's leaving and everyone's going to want to meet you. Everyone's going to, you know. Oh, yeah, you're going to have great And you're, probably, you're only going for a year, but, you know, people are going to want to celebrate you a little bit. Yeah. Eulogise you, Eulogize, if you will. Eulogise, <laughs> eulogise, go on. Uh, now, we also, we have some reviews. Oh. I have to say, thank you for the people that are writing reviews. Yeah. Because we're, we are getting loads of reviews now. Brilliant. Um, and as we should... Uh, good reviews. Because we are, you know, when I say we've had this conversation before, we do not make a penny. Not a single penny. From this podcast. I mean, it's costing Garod ferocious amounts to keep me in baked goods. Like, in it's baked not even goods, funny. yeah. And Neve is paying for diesel. I am. Now, I mean, a bigger I mean, man, I'm, a bigger man would chip in. <laughs> uh, to be fair, you know, me. the diesel has come down a bit in price. <laughs> and clearly, the Di- chocolate is going up. None of my business. <laughs> Diesel's your own business, Neve. I've said this before, I'll say it again. So we have uh, we have a review here from I think it's Sparky Fox who I think uh, has she written in? That yeah, name's familiar. yeah. Uh, this would brighten up anyone's Monday. Fabulous, Neve, and fantastic road. What a duo. Great advice. Love the follow-ups. Oh, I love it. Jay Dean says Deux a point. Deux a point. Uh, this podcast is hilarious. I recommend it to everyone. Looking forward to it every week. I've even written in and they've helped me and my boyfriend <gasps> with their hilarious advice. Amazing. Keep up the good work. That is so good. Uh, and then guaranteed laugh can't miss this podcast every week. That's from Sarah J. Ah, oh, that's so nice, isn't that it? That is so nice. That is so nice. Neve, we have a problem. Right, okay. Indeed. Thank God. <laughs> Where would we be without them? <laughs> Dear Garold and Neve, long time listener along with his sidekick who promises to give you a listen soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we're only going to give half them advice. Okay, so this is a couple. One of them listens, the other one doesn't, but they're both writing in. Okay. Bit of a liberty. Mm. <laughs> On a serious note, we have a dilemma. I suggested that we email ye for your sage advice. We have an issue. Okay. We are a close friend group and we all have each other's backs usually. Oh. Now we're getting somewhere. Our problem is, however, with one of our friend's partners who, in no uncertain terms, he is a prick. Hitherto shall be referred to as the prick. He, <laughs> the prick, is bigoted, conceited, spoiled, and just does not align with our groups, our friends' groups dynamic, or is close to any of us. Okay. <laughs> I take huge issue with the grammar in this so far. But <laughs> no, but she's used the word hitherto. We'll move on. Well, hitherto. I think, he, he's definitely I get, used that. The way this is written, I'm thinking lawyer. Okay. So we're going to be very careful how hitherto. we advise here. <laughs> Because they'll have me, they'll have me cash guy. Okay, come on. Um, our friend, let's call her Anna, has made huge sacrifices to appease the prick. She has, <laughs> she has moved jobs and country to live with them. County. A county, oh. Uh, not that that isn't a big sacrifice, because let's be honest, you know, county allegiances and all that, but. Yeah, okay, moved county. She has moved job and county to live with them. The prick seems very unmotivated unmotivated to move from a job which he doesn't like despite encouragement from his longtime girlfriend, our friend. He seems to work purposely on night shifts which do not coincide with her working hours and it seems like they spend little time together. I know this is a factor which causes our friend huge consternation. He doesn't seem to treat her out to any romantic... He doesn't seem to treat her out to any romantic meals or trips or indeed any spontaneity. We know that this hurts her and Anna now seems resigned to this being her relationship. Mm-hmm. In recent years, we know that their relationship has faced rocky patches and after each time, our friend Anna has patched things up and has continued with the relationship. 
They have been going out for close to six years and our fear is that Anna is continuing the relationship just out of a sense of routine or continuing normalcy after such a long while. Wow. That's not great. Recently, however, the prick has been posting some very... (laughs) I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do. (laughs) Recently, however, the prick has been posting some very contentious right-wing BS on his social media. Think transphobic, misogynistic, and typically just nasty, bigoted content. Right. We, the whole group, are shit sick of the prick. (laughs) Our question... Our question thus is... (laughs) How do we broach this issue with our friend? We are so close to her and our fear is that it will cause ructions and cause a rift between the friend group. We have noticed that Anna no longer makes much mention of her partner in our conversations, nor do we even ask how he's doing. Or are we failing in our duty as close friends by not voicing our growing disdain for the prick? Any advice would be appreciated. We love our friend to bits. She is a rock of sense and a great person to seek advice from. We just don't want to jeopardise this, but my God, we are, al- are, are we? we allergic to him? We look forward to hearing your input. Promise to follow up with ye in due course. Okay, I think Best when she wishes. says, are we allergic to him? I don't think she's making a question. What she's saying is, are we al- we're allergic to him? I, think, okay, I okay. feel, you know. So it's a statement. Yeah, it's a statement, okay. I think, I feel. Because there is an exclamation mark. I mean, there are two question marks, but I think she's not questioning it. Best wishes, Jim and Jane. Okay. Uh, when I first kind of scanned this, I kind of thought, oh, this is a recent thing. You know, clearly there's something going on here. But actually, it's not recent. They're together six years. The, the thing that makes me laugh is at the beginning, if he's working nights all the time and she works during the days, then... Essentially, he's looking for somewhere to live that doesn't cost him anything because <laughs> he's not even bringing her out for his And, the, you know, he doesn't have to be around when she's, around, you know, because she's working when he's not and vice versa. Yeah. So that kind of works out quite well. That's like a like a house share. <laughs> it's well, not more than a relationship. I'm just hoping that she's getting good sex because qu- there must be something. Well, there has to be something. Or else maybe. Because there isn't a lot. Like, I'm does sorry, he mow no, the lawn? I'm eating a Freddo because I'm sugar, it's there. sugar dropped. Because it's there. <laughs> me sugar dropped. <laughs> You see, here's the thing, right? In this situation, it's like, do you broach it with her or do you not? Yeah, because this is the big question. The problem is, that depends on how you broach it. Yeah, yeah. If you are talking to her and going, how are you doing? Are you happy? What's going on? And her answer is... You mentioned the last time that, you know, there was a problem about like the working hours and that sort of stuff. How are things? I think that's... If you're mentioning it that way, that's grand. Yeah. However... (laughs) If it's a group of you sitting at a brunch table and you're going, oh, he's at work, is he? Okay. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not the way to mention it. Uh, no, because it's, it, it immediately puts her on the defensive. Yeah. You know, if you remember, like, the thing is, the more you push against it, she might dig in. Yeah, she and, may dig in. Like, but yeah. she might, you know, and, and feel like she has to stay. Or just be, or be embarrassed. But more, and, and more importantly then, it kind of alienates her from ever been able to say to you, this is how I feel. You know, you have yeah. to leave it open so that she allows it in, you know, but and the difficulty is then when she does, you can't get on, oh, thank God, I think he's an absolute idiot. You exactly, know, yeah. Because the problem with that is if they make up, then that's awkward. Yeah. It's I think very, very difficult. There's a bit of diplomacy required yeah. here. And I think that the thing to do is to... I think you should focus on, sorry to talk over you, I think you should focus on the fact you ask her, is she happy? Yeah. Not about him, just and in general. Make sure that she knows... That that's all you want. 
you know, she knows that she does deserve somebody that will spend time with Without her. Without a doubt. And that she does deserve to have a nice relationship and, mm. you know, and and also, like, you can plant the seed and go like, look, if you're not happy, mm. you're not happy. Yeah. If you're not happy, you're not happy. And that's the end of it. Well, exactly. And why, if you have to keep trying to make something work, then you have to see why that's happened. Well, a lot of people, I think, in relationships where it's not working, they don't see not being happy as enough reason to go. It's always enough reason to go. Well, it is. If like there's always like, oh, we bought a house together and we've got this lovely place and we've, or we've got kids and we've got, and it's like, fair yeah, enough. So why are you not happy? But you're not happy. Yeah. But if you're not happy, you're not happy. Yeah. But it is, the answer isn't always leaving either. Mm. Except in Garode's life. <laughs> Except if Brian is waiting for you. There's a voice. <laughs> Keeps on calling me. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it is tough. Obviously, you want your friend to be fabulous and to have the best in life. You're, it's not for you to make that decision. She might like that. You know, sometimes people just choose those kind of relationships. Well, I don't. I, it's really hard to know why. But the, the actual problem here is, right, is that he is not meeting Jim and Jane's standards. Yeah, well, true. That's what the problem is. Very true. Right? And... The the second problem is that you think your friend doesn't have high enough standards for herself. But they're two different problems. Yeah, they are. Because if she doesn't have high enough standards for herself, she could dump this guy and the next guy will be no better. Yeah. Because she, he'll, you she, know... She'll, she'll probably just, choose the same. Like that thing you say, Neva, that you tell people how to treat you all the time. All the time. So, like, there's, there's two things that need to be done. One is that you need to, whatever about your friend, you need to push back. And, you know, if he's giving you rubbish, like, if, if, you, if you're not getting on with him, you just need to, like, minimise him, cut him out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But you also need to encourage your friend to have higher standards for herself. Because we all have the friend, we all have the friend that, you know, ends up with someone. You're like, how is she putting up with How that? is she single? Or how is she putting up with that? Or how is she... You know, we all have one or two of those people yeah. in our lives and you're like, what? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, but you know, it's just, it's sometimes about how they put out what their worth is in themselves. I, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. I meet lots of people who make bad choices in relationships and they put up with them over time. And I think the longer you put into a relationship, the more you feel, oh, this is just a rocky patch. But I think if it's hard before you get into houses, children, all of that, then yeah. you're definitely not going to survive it before, you know, once all that comes in. Because not that that isn't joyful to have in your life, but the thing is, it brings its own extra stress. And if you're not together before you get there, you'll not be, <laughs> you'll yeah. not be together long in it. And the thing about it is, like, maybe it is possible for her to have a really nice relationship with this guy, but it doesn't sound like he's that willing. No, not, well... According to Jim and Jane, he isn't. Yeah. And they're, they're not experiencing everything that Anna is. Yeah. But, you know, you're probably right. He's probably not good enough for her or maybe he's not treating her well. But clearly enough, if Anna, unless Anna comes out and says to you, I hate that this is happening. You know, you, yeah, you're not you, really you, in a position. You, you're not in a position to do anything <clears throat> about I, it. I what I would do is I would broach it more from, are you happy, Anna, about things that are going on in your life? It may trigger the conversation. Now, the other thing that can happen, right, mm -hmm. with somebody like this in a friend group is that Anna becomes embarrassed by him. Yeah. And she is constantly on the back foot because she knows what everybody thinks of him. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and it's almost like the friend group don't even see her relationship as valid. Yeah, so if that's they don't really see tough. it as valid, yeah, it's tough. They, she can't even, if you don't see it as valid, 
you, you, she can't contribute how she feels. Yeah, it's it's almost like that she's on a completely different island to the mm. rest of you. Mm. So it's hard for her to talk about it. So I think if you broach it as like, how are you? How's, how are you and the prick getting on? You know? Yeah, maybe use his name instead of Yeah, prick. is he still? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, just as... That might be better. But like, <laughs> a little less confrontational. <laughs> but I guess it's just not addressing all of that stuff. She knows she, she knows at the back of it what you think of it. Yeah, Because she, she knows the type of people that you are. Yeah, yeah. And what, what you don't want is for her to feel ashamed. No. And that's ashamed to work on it or ashamed to leave it. No, I agree. I agree. Because I, the way she's thinking is, Jesus, look at him. He's an absolute piece of shit and I can't even make it work, work with him. Yeah. That's what she, that is, Could you don't be. want to send her down that route. No, no. But I mean, sometimes we look at things and we go, God, I wouldn't live with that. But the simple truth is, you know, maybe she doesn't experience it the same way as you do. Maybe she doesn't matter so much know, to yeah. her. And also sometimes pointing out the bad, sometimes pointing out the bad things about a partner. Somebody's partner mm. is not the thing that turns them off them. No. No, it isn't. You know, because it, like if you, her natural instinct in that situation could be to be defensive of them. Without a doubt. But whereas if you were to actually be, and I know this is probably sticking in your throat because it always does when I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you point out the, the kind things about him or the things you like about him, then it's up to her maybe to go, do you know what, he's actually not that kind. Well, I think not talking about him is not the answer. No. I think you ask about him. How's he getting on? Any sign of him changing that job? Well, maybe that might be a bit confrontational. But, you know, ask her how she is, how he is, just in general terms. Because if you're meeting up, obviously you're not meeting up all the time. But if you are, you know, it is wrong that you don't mention him. Yeah. If it comes down and there's a conversation about whether they're happy and all this sort of stuff, it's okay to say that you don't agree with what he's expressing. So if he's putting up some miso- misogynistic stuff and all that, and you can say, I'm not really getting what he's doing on Facebook, but you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, it, I mean, you don't, have to, you don't have to be dero- derogatory of also, him. I do think that the easiest way to deal with these people is to mute them. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. You know, like I don't, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. Have you found the mute button on people in front of you? Like, <laughs> Oh my God, thank God for the mute button. I know. I'd tell you what I've had to mute. And actually, this is worth saying. TheAgonyRants at gmail.com email address. Why? Because we've got some balance emails. Why? Just, you know. Oh. Anyway, Marissa's looking at it now. Oh, good. Yeah, Marissa's going to be responding from now on. Oh, excellent. So I don't, you know, open an email at two o'clock in the morning and get upset, Neve. Have you been getting upset at two in the morning? Been getting upset. Anyway, now they're going to have to deal with Eva Braun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Good luck. Good luck. She can, I tell you, she can write a terse one liner. She can. She, can. <laughs> she certainly can. Um, yeah, look, let us know how you get on. But I think I think this is a tread softly. It is. And I think that this is very much a case of kill with kindness. Mm-hmm. Don't try and suffocate this relationship. I think create the space for it and it'll suffocate itself. <laughs> <laughs> give herself give her an escape route don't don't you know you know in other yeah. words room to escape out or to come out of it if that's what she wants because she may not decide to and you have to resign yourself you know this is your friend you yeah. know and so she's your friend not him I sometimes say that to people and I also, can be friendly with their partners but that doesn't mean they're your friend there's something in there she's with him 
six there years. Were, yeah, there, there was something. Something keeps her there, and something ke- something kept her there at the start. You know, yeah. the start of the relationship where you're like, "What do yeah. I? How do I? Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. You know, like when you're a few weeks in, you're like, "Are we doing a yay or nay here? What's Are we self checking? But there's a reason, mm-hmm. and there's something that she's still there to. that keeps her there, and whether it's her own insecurity or whether it's yeah, he's absolutely mint in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's he, not for us to know. He could make a lovely cup of coffee. You wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever exactly. it is, whatever it is. But uh, maybe he hangs out the washing machine. Well. Like, have we been clear? Yeah, I think. I think have we been clear? I think. I think so. I think. I think. To be fair, it's very difficult because, in a weird way, you're you're def- so definite about how you feel about him. You know, you're already cross about him. But actually, you need to take him out of the issue. It's really about your friend. You're asking, how can I get my friend out of this relationship? But is your friend asking really to get out of this relationship? And what yeah. you should be asking is, how happy is my friend? And just ask her, is she happy? That's all you have to do. And yeah. it will lead itself in its own way. And, and if you see no progress, have them killed. <laughs> do you know what? In this day and age, we don't do that enough. No, I agree. We don't. I agree. It's been wonderful to talk to you. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. It's been wonderful. Always, um, always wonderful. And we've survived another one. How's we have that? Indeed. Is that Baraka going to kick in any time soon? I don't know. <laughs> gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Marissa is now going to be manning the mailbox. Oh, my God. We have a, we have a layer of protection. Now. So, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So send us through your problems, your follow ups, mm-hmm. your um, things you want us to talk about. Yeah, it'd be lovely. And we will be back next week to chat to you then. Yeah. And if you feel like subscribing, we would we would be very happy with that, wouldn't we? If you don't feel like subscribing, I think you need to have a long, hard look at yourself and the impact that you're making on the world around you. <laughs> because we are nothing from this. And we're coming up to our 100th episode. Now. Yeah, we are 100, 100 episodes. That's quite an achievement. Isn't Unless it? the chunk of change on the table, oh, we're knocking this on the head. No, babe. don't say that. We'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.